So, are you ready? I was born ready, sweetness. Oh my goodness! 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 Not another! Not another! Not another! Not another podcast! Well, actually, that's that's quite all right then. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of. Oh my goodness! Not another podcast. We have a repeat person here. Hello. I think I heard a familiar voice. Yeah, I heard a familiar voice, definitely. Well, I do have some very sad news, and um, well, for me, it's very sad, at least. And I know for my for for the listeners, you guys are going to be a little sad too. Jeppy is no longer going to be joining us as a co-host, and so he is going ahead and leaving the podcast. And I do have a little conversation that I had with him back and forth about it, and it's kind of funny. And we did it for y'all. And stop clicking that pin because we can hear that. <laughs> bad, bad, Mike, bad. Anyway. Um, and so he, he, he simply, he won't be joining us any longer as a co-host, but he did say that he's absolutely glad to come on as a guest. And so we're going to take a little pause right now before we get started on all the big podcasts, hoopla, and we're going to listen to a little bit about Jeppy and, oh, he sings for us, by the way, he does, he sings for us. It's very cute. And so here we go. All ado about that. How are you? Not good. Knackered, you're always knackered. Well, extra super freaking knackered. Okay, well, extra. thank you for doing this anyway. Yeah. At least you can't blame me for being knackered after today. Well, well I can't blame you for anything I want. Oh, that's true, you could. <coughs> there's, no, there's no law that says I can't just blame you, even though it's unrelated. True, very um, true. And I'm eating a crunchy salad. Okay, well, you're not allowed to eat a crunchy salad when you're saying goodbye to OMG now. Bye, OMG and AP. Crunchy salad. No crunchy salad. Oh, hungry. Anyway. I've got really bad so, onion breath as I'm eating raw onion. Well, I guess it's a good thing that... that <laughs> I guess it's a good thing we're talking over the internet then, because I can't smell your onion breath this way. It's pretty strong, so I wouldn't be surprised if it makes its way down the interpipes. And all the so, way here? Yeah, okay, I imagine well, this, this is the type of smell that will bounce off satellites. <laughs> I'm, trying to make, um, I'm trying to make my departure easier by giving you many reasons to dislike You are ne- We've been through it. <laughs> No, I'm chewing uh, gum. Yeah, you're you're being a little obnoxious. <laughs> I got I'm um, chewing gum because I have had salad and I need to clean up my. Well, you did mention the raw onions as well. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, I don't want so yeah, right. And so, but no, it, we we've been through this before. You're not going to make me mad at you. I started this podcast with you knowing you, <laughs> and um, I'm glad that we've been able to do as many episodes as we have, and so. Well, why don't you go ahead and that way I can edit it. And why don't you tell us a little bit about your new projects? I have to finish my gum. You're such a pain in the butt. What do you want? I can't talk through it. How do you finish gum? You just keep chewing it. Spit it out. So you chew it for a little while and then you spit it out? Uh, yeah. Okay, but how long how before do you, do you it? <laughs> Well, I don't chew it for like two minutes and then spit it out. I mean, I keep my gum for a while. <laughs> You're not one of these people that sticks it on the bedpost or sticks it behind no. the ear and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I just mean, you know, I chew on it for like an hour or two. <laughs> it's disgusting. Why? It's gum. You just dirty. chew it. Only as dirty as your mouth is. Exactly. My mouth's filthy. Gotcha. That's like six days worth of salad in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least salad is one of those healthier foods. So what kind of dressing do you put on it out of curiosity? Chocolate. Chocolate <clears throat> dressing. Now that does take away any healthy factor. Chocolate and caramel. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, no, thing is, though. Mayonnaise. Like, ranch. Well, I guess it'd be different there, huh? Yeah, we don't have ranches here. <laughs> no, it's a kind of dressing ranch. Dress. Oh, okay. It's made with mayonnaise and some other stuff. No, so I think this is like a vinaigrette with a bit of mayonnaise in on cabbage. I love vinaigrette. It's really good. <coughs> I like vinaigrette and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, you're sitting there eating a salad, but your wife is a chef. It's a damn fine salad. Okay, I'll give you that. You don't go to a restaurant and have the salad every now and then? I do. Well, there you go. Okay. Chefs cook that, you know. They don't get somebody in off the street to cook the salads. It's the chef as well. <laughs> Most salads aren't cooked. Well, the salads that I'm thinking about aren't cooked. Oh, not cooked, but they're prepared. <laughs> And the right ingredients and the, and the different textures and the different tastes. And they've got your dressing. You know. So did your wife oh, make your salad? No, I, I nipped out of it. See, that's what I figured. <laughs> no. Because usually I when you not. talk about you didn't, didn't make it? Do it. Of course not. I don't do anything. <sighs> Did you send? Well, you do have other people in the house other than your wife. You could have sent Alex to make a salad. No, I could not. Would ruin it. <laughs> How do you ruin a salad? He'd burn it. He would try to cook it then. Yeah, he'd probably try and stick it in the microwave. Disturbing. It's not. It's not exactly Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Stop so can you tell us, tell us about your new endeavors? Yesterday, I used a new toothpaste. Wow, but I don't think you're going to be putting that on your new podcast. Two of them at once. You leave two and then you start two new ones. I know, I know. I like to keep as many balls in the air as possible. Mm. Then you should have just stayed on the two and just, you know, kept the other two or started the other two too. Have four going at once if you want many balls in the air. Oh no, I just want two balls in the air. That's why I'm stoked on my hands. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Um, so what do, you, what do you want to know? I, surely you haven't got me on here to plug the shows that I'm leaving yours for. Well, I mean, I do want you to have the opportunity to plug your new shows because I'm hoping that even though you're leaving here, people are going to listen to your other stuff too. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not one of those people, rah, 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 you're leaving me, I hope you die, I'm never going to listen to your podcast or send anybody to go listen. No, that's not. That's, <laughs> well, that, that, that's strange since that's what you tweeted about 10 minutes ago. It is not. I mean, I, I was shocked by that dm oh yeah, there you go right Great. that's totally why you went ahead and picked up the phone and talked to me. <laughs> I thought, <"You> were <laughs> but um, so i i kind of do i kind of do want you to go ahead and be able to say a little bit about what you're doing okie dokie so two podcasts that will be hitting the airwaves soon and in fact one of them has already hit the air yeah one of them's already out duvet cave the duvet cave or mm-hmm. as some americans pronounce it Dovet, the Dovet cave I, I i thought it was duvet i admit i thought it was duvet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i did but it is duvet or quilt okay. or what is another in australia it would be the duna cave they call it a duna duna i don't know why they call it duna but that's what australia kind of weird. duvet yep. okay and that podcast is about entertainment mainly okay. sort of things that I do in my duvet cave that I can actually talk about in public which is mainly <laughs> watching the television watching the telly which made films on my TV shows listening to audiobooks uh, reading comics uh, what else do I do and uh, occasionally playing the odd game right. so it's kind of a entertainment podcast that tangents off onto other things and it was also incredibly shallow at times but has the potential to dive the depths of subjects. Okay, I'm, I'm very curious about what you mean by the fact that it's very shallow at times. Well, at one moment, we were talking about television show Pretty Little Liars or... Right. 
the heroes of cosplay. There's a couple of shows that we mentioned this last week just gone. And okay. they were talking about the crisis in Syria. And they will roll naturally into each other. Hmm. So are you saying that Pretty Little Liars caused the stuff in Syria? I would say that the hatred that the Middle East feels towards the United States is based mainly upon its incredibly bad television. Oh, you know, actually thinking about it, someone mentioned that um, they went to a foreign country and they talked about the television shows that they see over there and that the reason why people do hate us is you're right. They see like 16 and Pregnant and all these other shows that are not really, I mean, we would hope that would be the exception to the rule and not the rule, but since they're seeing that and they're seeing all these, you know, the bad girls club and all this other stuff, they're thinking that Americans are all wild and crazy and bad. Decadent. How does that go with wild and crazy and bad? Well, that is de- it's like it's like the Roman Empire in its last years. That the fact that they had to have more and more outrageous uh, circuses, and you know, mainly within the arena, and that they had to instead of just having uh, gladiators fighting, they had to kill elephants and ostriches and hmm. do as many outrageous things because the people demanded more. You know, they they became uh, apathetic and not necessarily keyed into the world. And uh, okay, it's how empires end. All right. Well, that makes sense. It's how the British Empire ended as well. So you're not alone. Okay. I, 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 I live in my own little world where I teach and I own four dogs. Mm. And you you know. See, four dogs, decadent. <laughs> uh, in, in a Middle Eastern country, that own two dogs and one of those would be dinner. So uh, that's what I'm saying. Well, we got two to go with each kid and then the two had babies and then there's two that we couldn't get rid of and so we have four. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Pure well, and decadence. Then, have you announced the name of your other one to very many people yet? No. Okay, so we can hold off on that one because you're going to talk about that one on Caw this week, aren't you? Yes, it's my last, as well as it being my last show as a host here on OMG NAP, it mm-hmm. is also this Saturday going to be my last core control alt wow after several hundred episodes. Yeah, for us, my, I, I think, I don't know, I need to go back and count up. This is this will be our 19th, 19th episode that we record today, later on today. Um, and I'll, of course, I'll, I'll put this in there, but um, I think we got you on 12 of them. Maybe 12, maybe 13. I think. And the check you sent me is incredibly light. Oh, oh, right. Oh, man. I knew I forgot to pay you for something. Exactly. What is this rubbish? Like a dollar a show. (laughs) (laughs) Neither am I. I'm paying to put the show out. So. No, expensive <laughs> business. Actually, it's not too bad. If it was expensive, I wouldn't have been able to keep it up. But it's it's not that bad. But I'm glad to do it. I mean, I, I enjoy myself. And so if I enjoy myself, then why not, you know? Exactly. exactly. Yes, exactly. So but anyway, oh, stop. Tricky butts. You just ate salad. I know your tummy's full. No, mm. All right, go. well... <clears throat> Well, I will let you go to sleep in a minute. Okay. okay. But you have to I say give, bye. I give, you, I give you 10 more minutes. So if you want to try and okay. use me within that time, then bye. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I've said everything to you, and most of the stuff that I've said to you won't go on the air anyway. Um, yourself. And so. Do you want me to sing a little but, song? Well, that depends. What is your little <laughs> I've sung you a little song before. Here, here it goes. And now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Don't cry. Now it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you were 
such a nut. Okay. Well, I mean, I just wanted to give you a chance if you did want to say anything that you'd have the opportunity to do so on the I podcast. Shall, I, okay, I'm going to be I'm going to be serious now, hey guys. I am not going to be a host on OMGNAP anymore. However, I'm looking forward to coming back as a guest every now and then when dreams will have and I, I, I can't have you show, every week. No, that would be a host. <laughs> And I wish the show all the luck in the world because I think, and this is genuinely from the heart, that it'll be good. You just take it, grab hold of it, turn it into a super show. Your new host sounds fantastic, and the ideas that you have and the, the uniqueness of this particular format should take you a long way. So if you can get into a regular pattern, um, get shows out on a, on a bi-weekly on a more weeks. regular basis. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that is this is always a huge thing. Is next people want to sort of add it to their list, and if it doesn't show up for a wee while, iTunes starts saying, "Are you sure you want to carry on getting this?" And then you have to tell them that you still want to update it even though it's not been out for a wee while mm-hmm. and I guess to a certain extent when you're looking at your Stitcher list it will say this has not been updated for six weeks and you go mm, something will attempt to move from their list mm-hmm. so, but you know I think I think it's this is a good thing there's a silver lining to this particular cloud and that is that this show's now yours it's yours you run with it do what you want with it and have a damn fine time just a damn fine podcast oh well, thank you I'm going to do my best I really am yeah. make you proud <clears throat> and if uh, if it turns out that it all goes tits up then basically you're dead to me so oh whatever you'll love me anyway <laughs> you will love me anyway <laughs> yeah that that one was interesting Jeppy tits up you never heard Depends that on, huh you never heard that expression no no I haven't oh, <laughs> oh it just oh, it's, 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 <laughs> I, I, I know what it means it means it all just falls apart but I don't I don't honestly I don't see it falling apart I, all right well I suppose Mr. Knackered mm. I should probably let you go back to sleep I'll actually be <laughs> serious for a moment and I will say that um, that I am very sad to see you go, of course, but I'm also very happy that you were willing to come on as a guest. And I'll, what I'll probably do is I'll do what I've been doing in the past and just let you know when we're recording. And, you know, um, that way we can try to get you on and yeah. stuff like that. Once you meet my incredibly high expense. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll make sure I get that back paid to you first. Yeah. Yes. Dreams, yeah. do we really have to end on this note where you, where you offend me? Jeppy. <laughs> You do realize how well I know you, right? <laughs> you're uh, not easily offended. <laughs> no, I'm not easily offended. No. <laughs> okay, so well, I guess I can let you go to sleep. Thank you. Thank you for recording this little tidbit, and I will pick you, if you manage and get some get, stuff. If you manage to get five minutes out of that, then you're a better editor than I am. I think I can get five <laughs> minutes out of it. Now, not five minutes of continuity, no. but, you know, picking and choosing between five minutes and, like, putting in... and then we talked about and then we talked yeah. about <laughs> and then we said a little bit about this <laughs> you're saying goodbye to the podcast not to me get, get that into your head sir don't cry <laughs> and now it's time to say goodbye goodbye dreams <laughs> No, no, you're saying goodbye to OMG Nap, not Dreams. Dreams is still around. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, well, Jeppy, you sleep well, okay? Go to bed. Yes, 
I'm going to sleep like a baby. Okay. Are you going to be curled up too? No, so I'll be wearing a nap. Ooh, nice. Because I don't want to have any fizzy piss to keep waking me up. Well, technically, if your fizzy piss goes into your nappy, then it's going to really maybe tickle because it's going to be in the nappy and not in the toilet. Yeah, good point. Yes. Well made. Yes, yes. Get rid of all the fizzy piss before you go to bed. Okay, good advice. Okay. Thank yes. you. I'm an expert on, you know, bowel movements. That's why the poo stores. That's why I'm leaving. No, it's not. It's damn poo stores. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's you. No, it's not. Oh, okay. No, it's not. <laughs> I know, I'm going now. I, so you try, you're getting an extra 10 I, minutes. That's not fair. I know, I know. But in this 10 minutes, you're saying that you're leaving because of me, and I know that's not true. You're leaving because you have big dreams and it's not about me. Mm. Mm. Okay, we'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> you go have fun. Okay, done. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 I don't know. I guess we can say bye to Jeppy, at least temporarily, but he will be joining us as a guest, and that really, really does excite me, and I'm looking forward to when we will be able to record with Jeppy. And so, Mike, you'll get to meet the old co-host. What do you think about that? The legendary, the infamous Jeppy. Yeah. I've heard so many things. Really? I'm, I'm kind of scared now, because I'm the only one you've talked to, I think, that knows Jeppy, and uh, so I don't know what I've said. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Perhaps a little biased. I'm a little biased, yeah. That's okay. I'm a bi- yeah, he, he's one of my buds. He's a good friend of mine. Okay, so because Jeppy is leaving and because I'm terrible by myself, if you ever want to know, check episode one. Um, <laughs> I asked Mike to join me as my permanent co-host for now, and he has accepted. And so I have to say, yay. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Mike. The crowd Woo-hoo! goes wild. <sighs> oh, wait. Is that how they do it? I don't know. It's like, <sighs> That, that's sound, a little better. Sounds yeah, like a zombie okay. trying to clear its throat or something. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can totally see that. And so um, Mike is going to be joining us. And so with it, I'm sure that we are going to be having lots of baby stories because Mike has a baby. And, of course, mm-hmm. we talk a lot about things that's going on in our lives right now. And so, well, baby, Mike, that's going on. Okay, however, what I want to talk about is today... I watched the second part of the semifinals to America's Got Talent. Are you familiar? Uh, Quite familiar, yes. So what do you think about the Kristoff brothers? Because they're like my favorites of the season. I just, I love them to death. They're hilarious. And they stripped in their, um, in their first one, the, uh, oh, the um, audition, they stripped. And so, you know, that any girl would notice. But, um. And then the, you know, the, the, the cup that had the glitter in it. And all, I mean, they're just hilarious. What do you think as a man? Um, well, I would have to say that I don't know if I've ever seen them. <gasps> Are you serious? Hold on. I've yes. got a link right here. We have to pause a second so you can see these people. Uh, but I just have to say that before seeing anything, I would have to say that shirtless men and glitter are typically things that I'm not seeking out on the Internet. That is that is very true, but these guys are they're comedians as well. I'll I'll give you their one. This was after they had passed the um the auditions. They got past the auditions. This was our very first performance on the big stage. And so I'm gonna watch it while you watch it. And so we're gonna take a little pause in the recording. So I'm actually gonna physically pause the recording for a minute. Sweet. Pause. Okay. So now that you have seen the Christoph brothers, what do you think? You know, the very first thing I thought of when I saw them, even before I saw them started to do their act, was those are the guys from South Park. Like, they, they <laughs> look the same, they act the same, they got the same goofy sense of humor. Like, one's even got an afro, even. <laughs> yes, and ironically, it's a white guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
There are very few no, white they, guys who could pull off the afro when they can. Very few. It, it's yeah. appreciated. <laughs> he does a good job with it, but they just they're hilarious to me. I just think they're hilarious. And I remember their um their audition when they stripped they did all that and they were stripping at the same time. And then at the end, you know, one of them still had his pants on. He just kind of looked down and he's like, Oh, shrugs and tears them off. And so that way they're both standing up there in their underwear. And so they literally, you know, took it all off for the the audition and Heidi Klum was like hyperventilating and fanning herself and everything <laughs> else. But and I was thinking at the audition I didn't like them that much. I was thinking, man, what they do is really awesome, but do they really have to strip at the same time? I don't understand why they do that. But now they're just everyone, every single performance is way different. And I just think that they are just absolutely hilarious. Their sense of humor is amazing. And so I, you know, so we can let the whole world know or, you know, our whole 10 listeners. I (laughs) would like the Christoph brothers to win America's Got Talent. So when they do the finals next week, everyone who's listening to our podcast. Okay, I can't really say that. You can vote for whoever you want to, but I'm going to be voting for the Chris Depp brothers. Mm-hmm. So I really like them. They're just so much fun. Yeah. And um, and they had a ahead. cod piece full of glitter. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. How can you miss with a cod piece full of glitter? And then he has to like flick the glitter out of his face later. It was, it, yeah, they're hilarious. <laughs> and one of them was brave enough to wear a dress with all those muscles. He still wore a dress. Yes. And yeah, yeah, they're funny. And again, it's like the guys from South Park. You know, when they went to what was it like the Grammys a couple of years ago, they showed up in dresses. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not. I admit, I'm not overly familiar with South Park. <sighs> it's it, it's not one of my things. <laughs> but but I'll um I'll take your word for it. How's that? Okay. okay. <laughs> so we have started off with some sad news and then we've had good news because we do have a new co-host and then we had cheery happy stuff and I've, i still haven't asked you how you've been how have you been oh been fine uh i don't know i don't know if i told you this last time we recorded but uh decided to go back to school and that's why i'm out here in california so but oh, been doing that, that for... i did not know that i don't think yes Yes, yes. No longer working. But yeah, going back to school out in California. I've uh, been in school for about two weeks. So, so far, so good. A lot of, you know, learning That's how to make key. maps and such. It's a tough transition, though, going from having income to not having income and paying instead. Yes. If it helps, I learned to make maps, too. I took a geology course when I was in college. I had to take an upper-level science, and I was like, I don't want to take any of this stuff. And they're like, just take the maps course. And I was like, okay, and I did. <laughs> um, I knew absolutely nothing about geology. So my geology professor just kind of looked at me, and he's like, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was there because I was a computer science minor. And so, like, so you're good with computers? And I was like, mm, yeah. And he's like, all right, you'll do fine in here. And I did. I did okay. And he was really good. He helped me. There was, like, a project that we had to do, and he helped me. He's like, well, there's a project I wanted to do and I don't have time so why don't you do it for me and then I can get the results and we can just go with it and I was like okay (laughs) and so would you get any money for it no well no and you know the project kind of fell through too because Ah. what I was doing is I would set two different GPS units in the exact same place every day and we were testing which one was more accurate well one of them was set wrong and so the other one was automatically much more accurate but if it matters the one that did work correctly was a lot more accurate than he thought it would be for 30 days I went out and had to set these GPS units in the exact same position like I painted a spot on my sidewalk where they had to go (laughs) (laughs) and um 
you know, it worked out really well. It turned out to be a really pretty presentation. I wanted to keep it because it was really pretty, but then I forgot it. And so I don't know where it is. I'm sure it ended up somewhere. Yeah. Well, you said one was miscalibrated. I don't know if you heard. Uh, I, don't know, I guess it was about a year ago when they said that uh, they had discovered a particle that moves faster than the speed of light. And everybody's like, oh, this like throws physics into a tailspin. What are we going to do? And like, you know, some engineer had miscalibrated like the system and that was what was going on. So <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, we have a new paradigm in physics and it's miscalibrated instruments. Oh, no. Ours was, literally, it was set to the wrong decimal place. <laughs> he needed it. He needed to go a certain number of decimal places, and it was set to another one. And he's like, it's actually not your fault, because he's like, I set them and handed them to you. And when he handed them, he's like, by the way, these are not $100 GPS units. These are like $3,000. do not lose them. And I was like, okay. Hmm. <laughs> and... And I didn't. I mean, I gave him back. But yeah, it was literally the decimal places that were off. He needed more decimal places for more accuracy. And he was like, it's completely my fault. That was a total waste of your time. I was like, well, we got the one data. You know, we got the data for that one. So So what does a $3,000 GPS unit do that a $100 one doesn't? I imagine it doesn't attach to the dash in your car. (laughs) True enough. This is also, um, you know, you have to think about when I first went to college. Well, I say first went to college. I never stopped. I, I started some master's classes right after to get my teaching certificate. But, you know, it's been, oh, I hate saying this. Mm, this is my 12th year teaching. So I've been out of school for, you know, almost 12 years. And this was my junior year or my senior year, one of the two. So we're going on 13, 14 there. So, yeah, it's been a long time. It was before GPSs were really cheap uh-huh. and running around all over the place. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was when they were a little more expensive. The technology was a little bit newer at the time. Okay. What is what is in your background? That is a crazy sounding. Uh, you might be hearing my baby. Oh, but I am. Well, sh- that your baby can make as much noise as it right. wants to. Well, I don't mind hearing a baby. Yeah, we've got a uh, BLM land out behind our our house, and so they just got back from a walk. Oh, fun. Yeah, the kids. Like, you know, is, is it wrong or strange that I refer to the dog as, as my baby's brother? My husband would say yes, because he said a dog is a dog and it's a dog. <laughs> I would say no, because, like, I we have some puppies and I call them my babies. And he's like, um, no, the kids are the babies. And I was like, um, no, the kids are nine. The puppies are five months. The puppies are the babies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I call I I have you know my babies and then I have my big kids mm-hmm. and I think my kids the first time uh, I was like all right I guess y'all are my babies they're like oh, we're not babies <laughs> so in my house it's always been perfectly normal but you know it just it depends on the house I suppose yes so yeah. But dogs are definitely a part of the family. Ours are at least now. Um, they're they're adorable. Would I mourn as much if I lost one of them as if I lost one of my children? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know my children, but but they're still amazing. I I love having animals around. We didn't have any for the longest time, and then we ended up with four within a year. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
Okay, so we've got some interesting and fun stories today that I have gathered. If you want to gather for an episode in the future, let me know. I'll be glad to let you do it. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'll and I'll put all my resources up. Anyway, so we need to start with our customary poo story. Um, because, you know, that's what we do. We, we talk about poo on this podcast, at least to begin with. And so this one is a little disturbing, I have to admit. And so I'm just going to jump right in, not to the poo, to the story. Yeah. Um, all right. So here we go. It says a man goes to jail for catastrophic diarrhea. Yeah. And, and then I, I got to say that the uh, little caption right below, I mean, if the title itself is not horrific enough, I got to say what's below it might be, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll. I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and let you read that part. <laughs> you honor me with poo. Yes, says. yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it says amazing testimony compares aftermath to both spaghetti sauce and chunky peanut butter. Oh, and that just makes me cringe. Oh, mm. oh my goodness. Okay, so it says if you have delicate sensibilities, stop reading now. So in this case, if you have delicate sensibilities, fast forward about three minutes. Okay, it says a court has upheld a conviction against a man who spent a week in jail for leaving the bathroom of a federal courthouse in Maine covered in poop. The cleaner who found the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, oh, the cleaner who found the mess says 75% of the floor was covered in feces with more smeared more than two feet up on the walls and on the paper towel and toilet paper dispensers on the toilet paper itself and on part of the toilet seat and the left side of the toilet bowl. So this dude, like, how do you get that much poo? That is my, how? I, I, I don't know what to say. It, it Sadly, <laughs> though, I, I, I can relate to this story. And you left poo in a courthouse? No. <laughs> I, I, I you just not, realize what you said. Yes, right? not relate intimately, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, I, I was in I was in a Walmart, and I went in to go use the restroom, and I hear this noise, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on?" And I, I look, and there's this guy who has just for whatever reason, decided that the toilet was uh, not necessary, had squatted on the on the floor. And I was witness to this, decided to just go on the floor. And, uh, yeah, thankfully it wasn't a catastrophic uh, peanut sauce okay. or spaghetti sauce or chunky peanut so, butter. Yeah, so it was logs instead of peanut butter? It was a peanut butter log, yeah, a nut roll, if you will, oh. a payday. Oh. That that's oh oh dear okay yes <laughs> sometimes I do wonder why we start Je Jeppy said he left the podcast because of the poo story and I told him no you didn't he's like yeah no I didn't so <laughs> but you, do you know that people at one time thought it was his fault the poo story was his idea but it wasn't it was totally mine mm -hmm. yeah anyway okay so ew. Um, it continues to talk about, and I don't know if you've ever spilled spaghetti sauce and there's meat you're trying to get it up as quick as you can. It, and that's how they and it just oh just I don't understand where it all came from. Well, just, I mean, let's see here. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, the, what there was no rational fact finder could infer willfulness from the consistency of feces. No, I uh, now my dad's a judge, and I can just picture this case <laughs> coming before him, and you have to speak in legalese and write a, a court opinion 
on explosive diarrhea. Um, well, you could call it, you know, feces as they did or defecation. Um, there, there's, there's, you know, politically correct yet still disgusting terms that could be used. <laughs> wow. So anyway, that's, that's, that's our poo story. And so the, the rule of thumb here is do not poo in a courthouse and leave it all over the floor and the walls and the seats and the toilet dispenser, the toilet paper dispensers and the paper towel. Seriously. I mean, what in the heck? <laughs> Just, I don't know how that happens. I, don't, I mean, I, I, I don't. You, you have to make it a concerted effort in order for something like that. <laughs> you, you almost have to, like, aim, you know? And <laughs> or, you know, like, stick your hands in it and then rub it everywhere. Oh, God. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Okay, now that we've scared off any listeners who are not used to us, let's move on. <laughs> For you three fecophiliacs who are out there. <laughs> okay. All right, so... Well, can I just say so that this... one of my favorite things that I've heard in the past year, you know Anthony Weiner, he's running for uh, mayor of New York. Yes. And uh, he was doing, uh, I don't know, I guess it was Skype or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. But his um, alter ego, the name of his alter ego, do you, do you know what it was? No. It was Carlos Danger. Oh, my goodness. Tell me that's well, not still... awesome. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I, you know, when I think of that particular politician, I, I think back to the stories of where Wiener showed his wiener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Twitter. And that just, I don't know, when, when a man lives up to his name anymore. You know, we used to, a long time ago, we got named by what we did. A blacksmith was named <laughs> Smith, you know. <laughs> And so it makes you wonder what his profession was. Yes. And so, you know, when Wiener shows his Wiener, it's kind of, yeah. Okay, we can't go too far. We'll be end up getting an explicit tag, but let's move on. Okay. Anyway, so five craziest crimes of the week. <clears throat> the first crazy crime of the week is that cops bust drug-fueled sex party at Masonic Temple. Police in Baltimore Creek, Michigan, broke up what a local TV station describes as an out-of-control sex party on Sunday. It's not just the fact that it occurred at a Masonic temple that's so weird. It's what's next door to the temple. I'm not clicking on it. I don't want to know what's next door. I clicked on it. But, oh, what's next door? Uh, The Battle Creek Police Department. (laughs) Yeah, when you do stuff like that, don't do it right next to a police department. It's pretty dumb. All right. Then, police are the second one. Police say Missouri man exposed 300 men to HIV because he's had 300 sexual partners in the last decade and he just didn't tell them that he had HIV um another one was pastor burglarizes parishioners home dot 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 again a Tennessee pastor is in jail after he was allegedly caught burglarizing the home of one of his former parishioners for the second time and that's just weird yes uh, yes, yes, it is. Okay. All right, the next one was that British soldiers arrested after beating of NYPD cop. Six British soldiers have been arrested in New York for allegedly beating and robbing an off-duty NYPD cop in a bar. The motto of their regiment is, no one provokes me with impunity. Hmm. And that one, I I don't like that one at all. Yeah, I'm a little, I don't know, I'd have to say that these are just kind of awful and tragic, with the exception of the Masonic Temple orgy. 
I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that one's crazy. That one's crazy. But the rest of them are just, yeah, they're kind of sad. Get away before opening the tequila. That one's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, when you come home and you find a drunk burglar passed out on your Lazy Boy, I mean, you know, that's... <laughs> that would be fun. That's something everybody wants, right? Definitely. Oh, yeah. To, to catch, you know, to catch it. Notice how the voters, everybody said it was ridiculous. So nobody mm. really likes that story. Yeah, it's redonkulous. All right, redonkulous, yes. Okay, so, next. This is well, something that I actually read earlier. Hey, the next one is from Newser.com. Oh, I didn't mention where the other one is from. Oh, the other one was also from Newser. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, the catastrophic okay. diarrhea and the uh, yeah, yeah crazy one of those news. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So, it says a morgue worker notices crash victim is still alive. Yeah. A 72-year-old crash victim had been in a German morgue for several hours Monday when a worker there noticed something odd. She was still breathing. Oh, my gosh. Why would they put someone in a morgue that's still breathing? Yeah. Yeah, I read that, and I was like, that's... Yeah, it seems like something that you might enjoy reading about. Yeah, well, you know... <clears throat> CSI had an episode where they were still alive, but I think they had taken something to like stop, nearly like stop all of their bodily functions to make them seem like they were dead, and then it wore off and they woke mm -hmm. up. But this is different. They were in a car accident and yeah. they put her in the morgue. Yeah. Wow. See, I can imagine that's like every morgue person's greatest fear. Can you just think about it? Okay, you're sitting there and a dead body is alive. There's like tons and tons of nightmares made of that stuff. And also some horror movies. Yeah. And so, wow, that poor lady. Yeah. Was, it, was it a she? It's here. Uh, doesn't say. Well, I mean, well, she's got yeah, an 18-year-old grandson, so I imagine she's not, you know, spring chicken. Right. Yeah, it, it's a she, but oh my goodness, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Moral of that story is probably make sure you're dead before you go to the morgue. Yeah, or you know, just uh, take one of those rubber mallets and hit them on the knee or something. Yeah, see if they're yeah, yeah, yeah. see if their reactions still work. Yeah. Makes sense. Blow an ear air horn in their ear. Yeah. Oh, that would be quite painful. I'll bet. <laughs> All right, so this next one that I found was actually just kind of cool, and really, before you can understand this one, you have to see the picture. And so I'm going to say grab that picture and put it somewhere that you can see it because it's really weird. Wait, which one are you talking about? Okay, that's a web. Oh, the web. It one. said in the Amazon they found this weird web and it looks – how would I describe that? It looks like an it enemy. Looks, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's really weird. It's like, okay, the outside of the web, it's a circle. And then it has like w thick webbings that go straight up. And then that's attached by thin webbings all the way around. So it makes like a cylinder type shape, a really short cylinder type shape. And then in the middle, it's like this weird little tower thing. And that is like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is from NBCNews.com. And it said, what made that weird web thing in the Amazon? Even scientists don't know. So they still don't know what made this web thing. Huh. And so, I, yeah, they, they, I mean, they've checked all the spiders. They've checked, like, tons of stuff, and they can't find it. So we may have found something new here, and I just thought it was nifty. If they, Yeah, that's – see, I, I love stuff like that. Like, I mean, I, I once audited a course on uh, – yeah, invertebrate zoology. So stuff like this, I, I think, is is awesome. I okay. I'll admit, I totally hated biology. Yeah. And when I was at, when I was at the first college, I had convinced my um, 
I had convinced the head of the biology department to let me skip, or was it the chemistry? The head of the chemistry department to let me skip biological chemistry and go straight into analytical chemistry. That way I didn't have to deal with the biology part. Mm -hmm. And then I changed colleges and that just went down the drain and all my begging went out the window. But the point is, I'm better at figuring stuff. If I can put numbers in there, I'm great. Yes, me too. If I have to memorize things, no. No. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't know what that is. I have never seen anything like that. Interesting. Mm-mm. And so I would, oh, you know what? I can probably take a snapshot of it and stick it in the show notes. I can try. No, it doesn't hurt to try. I'm going to try. Let's say I take a snapshot of it. Woohoo. Okay, let me put the credit there. And I'm going to see if I can stick it in the show notes. So I'm going to try to put it in there for y'all. For those of you that are listening mobile or on Stitcher or stuff like that. If you guys can get a hold of the show notes. Because, I don't know, it's really cool. It's worth looking at, yeah. (laughs) It's really cool. And so I found that and I was like, you know, that's not the best for an audio podcast. But hey, we'll just try to make it work. All right. So, however, now we're going to get into some interesting government officials that have made some interesting choices. And so the first one, I want to know, before we even start the story, did you know that the mayor of Alaska was a cat? You know, I had heard about things like this, like, you know, different places. Uh, what was it? I think there was like a, a city in California that like elected a dog. I don't know if I've well, heard and, about and this one. I guess I guess I say it wrong because it's not all of Alaska. It's one town in Alaska, but it just fascinates me that it's a cat. Yeah, Stubbs the cat. Who actually runs the town? Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Whoops. That sounds like someone has an interesting text message thing on their phone. That's exactly what that sounded like. Yeah, that's that's George Takei going, oh my. And and is it a text message or an email? It was a text from my mom. Woohoo, I was right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her, no, I'm podcasting. Yeah. Go away. She was wanting okay, to anyway. know. She sent me some dive equipment. Wanted to know if it was here. Ooh. Yes. That sounds like fun. All right, anyway, so there is an Alaska mayor, and this actually was quite a long time ago, but it's this honorary Alaska mayor clawing his way back to health after vicious dog attack, which made absolutely no sense until I found out that the reason it was clawing its way is because it was a cat. And so I don't know what's more interesting about this, that it got mauled by a dog or that a mayor's the cat. <laughs> I got to go with the mayor's a cat. Okay, awesome. Okay, so it says the mayor of Talkatina. Talkatina. Yeah, that. Yeah. Talkatina. Okay, Alaska. Hey, wait, why don't you read one? Okay, yeah, we can say, uh, let's see here. Where am I? Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Co-host. <laughs> what are words? Uh, see, the mayor of Talkeetna, Alaska, was out of surgery Wednesday and is expected to survive after being attacked by a large dog over the weekend and suffering serious internal injuries, right? So it's all horrible and tragic. Then Mayor mm-hmm. Stubbs, 16, so you're like, okay. Well, <laughs> but you had to be 18, but apparently Alaska's weird. So who's honorary? Well, cat about? ears. Maybe cat ears or like dog ears. I don't know. And actually, I, I was I read somewhere because every now I got a bunch of news apps on my phone, and I'll just sit there and read them every now and then if I'm not doing anything. That apparently, like the whole seven years for every one human year is not quite accurate. Oh, I've read the same thing. It's not accurate, but I think people. More, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but no, I've heard the same thing. Anyway, keep going. I just thought I'd interject. <laughs> Sorry. Woohoo! Put it on silent, Mike. Put it on silent. <laughs> but it's George Takei. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like, yes, I know. So, yes, anyway. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. He's starting. <laughs> oh, and there we go. Yes, it just went off again. But it was on silent though this time. Yes. Yeah, I'm, uh, okay. I'm getting this podcast thing down. You'll get it down. We're taking a newbie and turning him into a co-host. It's going to be a fun ride. Uh, no, he's going to be great. I was a newbie when I started this too, so it's all good. Yes. So, uh, Mayor Stubb, 16, whose title is honorary and who, by the way, is a cat, was heavily sedated after three hours of surgery for a punctured lung and a crushed sternum. Hmm. Okay, so we could, I, I mean, that that's the part that really interested me is the fact that the mayor was a cat. The rest of it, honestly, I don't care about, but the mayor is a cat. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was, I think it was in California, it was something like this, that a, a town had elected a dog. And I, and I think it got to the point where he was like actually the mayor, like the mayor mayor. And then they had to have like a re- recall election to get him to not be the mayor anymore. And it was just got out of hand. He was like officially the mayor for like, like a couple months, I think. Yeah. Well, I just found a Wikipedia thing. It says non-human electoral candidates. Hold on, <laughs> let me see. There's a ton of them. There was a horse that became a consul and a priest. Um, there was a mule who had the Republican precinct seat in Milton, Washington in 1938 and won 52-0. Like, unanimous. And so, apparently, this is not as odd as I thought. However, I still find it interesting. Oh, Molly the dog, a dachshund from Oklahoma, was named as a candidate in the U.S. presidential election in 2008. Nice. Can you imagine having a dog as the president of the United States? Well, They just accidentally walk over that red button. Oops. (laughs) Like, I, I mean, I guess now that I'm out here in California, I can comment on things like this. But like when they had the, uh, the, the like the recall election, I forget who they were calling. I think it was Gray Davis. I don't remember. And you had everyone running for mayor. I mean, that's how that's that's when Arnold Schwarzenegger got elected. You had um, oh God, who was the guy who played? I think it was Webster. Can't remember. I can't remember his name. But like the guy who played Webster ran and there was like porn stars who ran. And we just had everybody and their mother running for for governor of California, and then all of a sudden, you get the governor comes in, you know, welcome <laughs> to California, and now is you get Arnold Schwarzenegger, for God's sake, of the mayor of California, or mayor of California, the governor of California. Well, but, I mean, he hasn't done a bad job, has he? I don't think he's done I, a bad job. I have absolutely no idea. Well, okay, let's, I haven't heard of any gigantic scandals, which for most people, that's a pretty good job. In this day and age, I would have to say, if you can avoid a major scandal and accomplish nothing else, you probably are a success. (laughs) Or you're very sneaky. All right, so um, the most interesting one, because I live in Texas still, and you ran away from Texas, there's actually, um, in Lajitas, there's, the mayor is a beer-drinking goat named Clay Henry III. (laughs) Um, and so, but it does say that Lahitas is an unincorporated town, and the mayor is purely a ceremonial position, not an actual leader in government. And so, I mean, I have to give him that. But yeah, apparently this is normal. Uh, apparently. Wow. Okay, I'll put that on there too. I'll go ahead and put that on was, the podcast notes. You guys can look at that if you want. To. Yeah. So the fact that you brought this up, I mean, this probably wouldn't surprise you, but I've got this book. Uh, it's called the Encyclopedia of Worthless Information. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. I yeah. bet you have a bunch of bathroom readers, too. Uh, have a lot of- yeah, I've got this book that a friend of mine gave yep. me <laughs> called um, <laughs> called The Book of Bill. And it's 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 nothing but quotes by guys who were named Bill. 
But anyway, in this book of worthless information, wow. <laughs> um, it's actually kind of interesting. But there's this uh, apparently in 18th century France, there was a cow that was hung after it was convicted of sorcery. So, you know, if, if, wow. if, if you can have animal mares, why not hang them for sorcery? Yeah, so apparently they can be, wow, okay. Yes, I guess you're divining by cow pie or something, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> divining from cow Well, at, at least the cow pie isn't spread all over an <laughs> office. True. Oh, uh, I wonder if that one was a little bit too far. That one was pretty gross. <laughs> anyway, okay, so, wait, I have lots of new stories open. I need to close some things. Here, anyway, so. found something here, yeah. it's a... Oh, that reminds me before we talk about this. I don't know if you saw this a couple of years ago. Um, apparently, they they found Nessie on Google Earth. Did they really? Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. It, they even had like the uh, exact coordinates that if you typed them into Google Earth, you could supposedly see Nessie. And what happened with that? It was like a wave or something like that. Oh, my gosh. It ended up being like absolutely nothing. I, I don't know what I think about Nessie. I mean, I just don't know. I don't know if I believe in that kind of stuff. I mean, there could be a chance that, you know, some random dinosaur just happened to live through or something. Heck, it could be a gigantic snake that just has been able to grow and grow and grow. Who knows? But I don't know about the Loch Ness Monster. I just don't know. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. This uh, 10 Strangest Sites on Google Earth. See, I like looking through. When I, when I actually had a job, instead of doing my job, I would sit there and click through and look at things like this. Maybe that's why you're back in school now. Yeah, but like here, I mean, one of them <laughs> is like four of ten is apparently there's this billionaire, billionaire, Sheik, and he owns an island in the Persian Gulf, Futasi. I don't speak. Hold on, Parsi. I'm looking, I'm looking, hold on. I've got the Lake of Blood. Yes. Island in a lake. Yes. In an island in a lake in an island in a lake. Uh, the boneyard. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hamid. Wait, wait. Let me get there. Ooh, elephants! I love elephants. But yeah, I was the uh, talking about the Hamid one. He he carved okay, his Hammond. name okay. into the earth. That is weird. What did he do it with? And seriously, what? How? How narcissistic? To, let me get that word out. How narcissistic do you have to be? To carve your name gigantically into the earth, that way everyone can see it. Well, I guess if you got billions of dollars, what else are you going to spend it on, I guess? I don't know. People who are hungry <laughs> and don't have food and don't have, you know, I mean, there are better things to spend your money on than, that. that you know what it does remind me of, though? It reminds me of the episode of, uh, oh, goodness, why can I never, you know, anytime I try to think of a name, that's what just completely leaves my mind, but anytime I don't need it, it's like right there. Okay, Phineas and Ferb, that's what I was thinking about, where they were trying to put their pictures on the moon, mm-hmm. or on the comet. Were they putting it on the comet or on the moon? I think they were putting it on a comet that was passing by, carving their pictures into it, and that, that just kind of reminds me of that, except somehow Phineas and Ferb always have an unlimited amount of money. <laughs> Apparently this guy does too. Yeah. Seven of ten wow. is pretty good, too. Which, wait, be, oh, four, five, wait, six, um, oh, seven. <laughs> um, is that real? It almost looks like it's photoshopped. It in. does look photoshopped. I don't know. Um, Let, let's help our, let's help our guests out here. Okay, so what we're looking at is the 10 strangest sites on Google Earth, and I will, the, the link, we already put it into the podcast notes, and it's, we're looking at a giant Colonel, no. Yeah, Colonel Sanders. Colonel? Yeah, for KFC, and it, it looks, Photoshopped in. I'm serious. 
Let and, me see. I'm trying. I'm going to pull up the coordinates on Google Earth here and see if it's photoshopped. Well, someone yeah. could photoshop Google Earth, I guess, if they really wanted to, because Google Earth just takes a picture and then it stays there for like a year or two. So, as I remember, our old house had a picture of a truck that we'd gotten rid of like five years ago, but the truck was still in the Google Earth picture because they take it and they don't pass over very often. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just off of Extraterrestrial Highway in Nevada. Did you see that? Extraterrestrial ET Highway. Yes. Now, again, this probably won't surprise you, but I've actually driven the Extraterrestrial Highway. Let me guess, just for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely oh, you. You know, I, I, I remember that the first time we did this, I was trying to remember something, and then I forgot what it was, and I just remembered what it was. It's it's related. Um, there's a town in New Mexico called Pi Town. Like and, P-I, Pi, 3.14159, Pi? Uh, uh, pie is in, like, apple pie and pumpkin pie. Ooh, yummy. And as soon as I heard about it, I had to go see it, and I went to go see it. And it's... <laughs> The entire town was closed. Not just one or two shops, but the entire town was closed. And needless to say, it's not the biggest place in the world. <laughs> Seven, five, zero. Na, 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 na. Riveting podcast. Looking for information. <laughs> gonna, gonna fly to Area 51 on the extraterrestrial way. Oh, yeah, it's... Um, Can you just, like, zoom in on it? What is it? You know what? We might have a fake. Really? We might have a fake. Because it doesn't look like... I mean, I don't know. It just looks... Well, I tell you what. I looked up the uh, coordinates that are given in the story. I looked them up on Google Earth. And it does fly to the appropriate place. I mean, it's it's out there on, the, uh, on Groom Avenue, which is near Groom Lake. Uh, it's on the extraterrestrial highway. And it says Old Old Mill Street below mm-hmm. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all I'm seeing there is a Wikipedia leak for Kentucky Fried Chicken, but no kernel. Uh-huh. So they may have exaggerated a little bit on this mm-hmm. live science website mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. 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 Taste to dig. Yes, yes, indeed. Actually, but this Pie Town thing, even though it's not Pie, P-I, it's Pie, P-I-E, uh, it reminds me of this joke, and many people may not get it, but you might. And so there's a shirt that I really want to buy. I bought one recently that says, Dear Algebra, stop asking me to find your ex. She's not coming back. And no, I don't know why. Um, and that one should show up soon. But... <clears throat> I um I want to buy one that has, you know, like it has the pi symbol and then it has the letter i like an imaginary number mm-hmm. and the pi is telling the letter i get real and the letter i is telling the pi be rational. I saw that. I love that's like one of my favorite math jokes ever and my students always look at me as if I'm insane, but I love that math joke. <laughs> oh, did you put it over here? I, I put it on Google Docs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. So, you're going to have way too much fun with this. Just so y'all know what you hear with his little clicky, 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 he's typing into our our podcast notes, actually. Yes, little math and logic jokes. 
Yeah, and he's he's typing little jokes in there, and so I guess since we've gotten on this math joke thing, we can kind of continue on it. But it says that uh, he put there are only ten types of people in the world, those that understand binary, and those don't. And actually, it should be read, there are only one, zero types of people in the world, those that understand binary, and those don't. So evidently, I am one that understands binary, but really, I don't. I just know that there's only two, two numbers in it, one and zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are only two types of people in the world, those that can extrapolate from incomplete data, and then just stops there. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway, so I can do that one too, by the way. Um, anyway, another one of the math shirts that I really want, it's got like the, the like X out symbol, and then it's got an X, and then it's got a division line, and then a zero, and it says friends don't let friends divide by zero. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, you know, friends don't let friends divide by And then the other one that I want has a square root of negative one, two cubed, a summation symbol, and pi. And so if you know math, math it reads out to i ate some pie mm-hmm. and I've it was delicious one. yeah i, I, I kind of want those shirts because i'm a bit nerdy i do currently have a shirt that has an, an inequality that goes all the way down to i less than three u which is i heart you yes so. i've seen that as well yeah um, all right so we'll get away from our Google nerdy oh just click back into it it won't hurt you Oh, that's from the next episode. You're way down there. Okay, so the next interesting news story that I found earlier today when I was looking for news stories for this was, um, this one just amused me a little bit, I guess. And it's from usnews.nbcnews.com. And it says that a South Carolina governor locks herself out of the governor's mansion in her robe. And so, like many parents... Nikki Haley was on her porch in her robe, packing her kids off to school Wednesday morning. Then she turned around to discover she'd locked herself out of the house. Unlike other parents, Haley is the governor of South Carolina, and the house is the governor's mansion in Columbia. What not to do? Getting locked out of the governor's mansion in your robe while sending the kids off to school. Sigh. Hashtag a day in the life, she wrote on her Facebook. Yeah. And <laughs> and so, I, I don't know, that one just amused me. I was like, ha ha. And so... Um, yeah, I can see Rick Perry doing something like that. <laughs> well, it says that more than 62,000 people had liked Haley's post by Wednesday evening, and many of them hailing her for her openness. But the state Democratic Party had a different take. Haley, a Republican, announced last week that she's running for re-election, and in a statement, the Democrats said, file this under fake transparency, because it certainly is telling about Nikki Haley's priorities when it comes to sharing information with the people of South Carolina. I don't understand. That, that's, that's, that's why I don't follow. I kind of only really follow politics very it's very, very little. And it's because of stuff like that. I mean, that, that's fun. That's funny. And then they have to go and politicize it. Just, no. Just stop. It's, they're people. People yeah. make silly mistakes. It I mean, would that, be that's, like, that's funny. Yeah, it is. I think it's funny that she locked herself out of the governor's mansion. Now, yes. because it was the governor's mansion, I'm sure she was able to get back in pretty quickly. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think it's funny. Yeah, it so, is funny. And then they just have to go and, like, poo-poo it by, like, saying, transparency. Yeah. Well, anyway, (laughs) they can be poo-poo heads, and we're not going to be poo-poo heads. And so here we go. Oh, look, and actually, Wiener is in one of my news reports. Look at this. It says, Anthony Wiener argues with voter during campaign stop. Again. I don't think the way to get voters is by arguing with people. Yeah. Oh, I saw something. uh, It was on TV where he was on, like I think, like Reddit or something. And uh, just decided to say essentially something along the lines of 
you know, wow, this is like a waste of time. Why do why do you do this internet interviews? You could be devoting your time to something else. Which you know, I mean, if you're on like Reddit doing an interview, you don't want to like criticize the internet. I'm like, dude, come on. Well, look what he says here. It says that um, he says, yeah, it takes someone to know one jackass. Very nice, very nice in front of kids. That's a charming guy right there. And that's what Wiener said. He's making an ass out of himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't know. Politicians are weird. At least just, this one wears his problem on his name. Uh, he's just being um, a wiener. Yeah, wiener's being a wiener. <laughs> hey, that one wasn't a horrible one. It was just bad. <laughs> I'm a big fan of bad jokes. Oh, good, because I make lots of them. Yeah. All right, so it says that he's he's got some tweets here, and they had asked him, I guess, about what happened. And he says, the man made repeated personal attacks against Anthony Weiner and his family, and after several minutes, Anthony stood up for himself. And so on Twitter, he replied to someone and said, if by meltdown you mean stood up to a heckler, yep, did that. That's what mayors have to do sometimes. And then to someone else, he said, in defense of me, the guy waited till I took a bite of honey cake to take a run at me. I'm not sure why that would have anything to do with anything. But, um, <laughs> I, I haven't had a honey bun in probably 20 years. I don't know if that's the same as honey cake. I don't know. Looking, you know we're supposed to be allowed to go on said, tangents, right? Yeah. Yeah. But looking at what um, looking at what was said, I can kind of see that would probably really make me mad too. Apparently, what the dude had said was, "You're a scumbag. You're married to an Arab." Uh huh. I would so really, yeah. Um, I, I have to admit, I don't like Wiener for the most part, and I thought this was really dumb to begin with. You don't really want to argue with people, but I okay. If he's protecting his wife, and it's like one little paragraph that describes it in here. Of course, it's like bad, 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 bad. Here's why: bad, 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 bad. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I can see that one, actually. I got accused of writing up a kid once. Well, by the kid. But anyway, because he was Mexican. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely why I'm writing you up. Because I'm only married to a Mexican and my kids are Mexican. So I totally have problems with Mexicans. <laughs> but um, I don't know. People are weird when it comes to race. They're kind of dumb, actually, when it comes to race. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, See, that's another thing why I don't follow politics. I mean, because, you know, you, you read, nobody's going to get that far down into the article. People stop reading articles after, like, three paragraphs. And it's all, you know, like <laughs> said, bad, 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 bad. And then all of a sudden, well, he was defending his wife against a racist. I mean, uh. He was. And so I take back what I said earlier. I actually reneged because I finally read down far enough. You know, I he maybe didn't do it the right way, but um, because he did kind of make an ass out of himself as well. Right. It was probably better to handle it. But you know what? He was defending his wife. So I can actually, I, I renege, I backtrack, I apologize, I rewind, and I say, you know what? That dude probably deserved everything he got. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you just, you don't do that. Yeah, yeah. And so, all right. I'm sorry, Mr. Weiner, for this one at least. So, geez. Why did the dolphin commit suicide? Why? His life had no purpose. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I we have, have to lighten it up. Yes, yeah, so I have competition here for my bad jokes, apparently. <laughs> I have competition for my bad jokes. Um, I could tell you the purple gorilla joke, but it's really long. And then once I get to the end of it, people are like, oh, my gosh, why did I listen to all of that? I'll tell it to you, though, and then I might take it out. Okay? Okay. Please. So, <clears throat> sure. So, wait, let me make sure we're still recording. All right, so, purple gorilla joke. Hold on. I have to take a drink first because this takes a while. <clears throat> okay, hold on. <gasps> Much better. All right. Now, 
So, this dude walks up to this other dude in a coffee shop, and he nudges him on the shoulder and says, I'll bet you $100 I can show you Purple Gorilla. And the guy's like, what? Nuh-uh, Purple Gorillas don't exist. And he's like, all right, fine, take the bet. So he did. And they go to this dude's house. Well, they, they go through this door, and then this guy turns, and he's about to go through another door. He's like, hold on, wait here. I have to go tell my wife where we're going. So he goes inside. He comes back out with this big old bushel of bananas, closes the door, okay? So they walk down a flight of stairs. They open a door, walk down another flight of stairs. They open another door, and they have this huge wheat field in front of them. And so, of course, the dude who took the bet was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to kill me. But he did have the bushel of bananas, so that gave him a little bit of hope. So they go through the wheat field, and it's fine, and they get to this gigantic cornfield, and then go through the cornfield, and then get to this big old lake. And so now the dude's really thinking, this guy's going to take him out into the wilderness and kill him, and there's going to be nothing left of him, and, you know, he didn't tell anybody where he was going, and there was no service out there. His mind was going crazy. Anyway, so they get into a boat, and they go ahead and row across the lake, and there's another wheat field. So they go across the wheat field, it's another lake, but this time they only row halfway out. And so the original dude, he takes from his bushel bananas, he takes a banana, throws it out into the water, jumps up, purple girl, grabs the banana, goes back down into water. And suddenly, the other dude's really paying attention, he beats him on the shoulder, he sits up straight, he's like, wait, 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 do that again. And so he takes, you know, he takes a banana, throws it out. Purple Gorilla jumps up, grabs the banana, goes back down underwater. He's like, ooh, do it again, do it again, do it again. And by that time, the other dude's bored. He's like, you know what? My, my, my wife's making fried chicken. I need to go back right now because it's probably ready. Keep your hundred bucks. Keep the bananas. Just, you know, stay, have fun. And so the dude jumps out. He swims back to shore. And then he disappears into the wheat field. But after a second, he, like, returns. And he's like, oh, by the way, whatever you do, don't touch the purple gorilla. And then he turns and he disappears back into the wheat field. And so the dude takes off a banana, throws it out a couple times. Purple gorilla jumps up, grabs the banana, goes back down underwater. And after a while, he gets bored. Okay? And so, of course, what goes through his head? Surely, you know what goes through his head. I wonder what happens if I... Touch what? Of course. Yeah. I wonder what happens if I touch the purple gorilla. Because, of course, anytime someone tells us not to do something, what's the first thing we do? Uh That's exactly what we need to do. No matter what age you are, whether you're 2 or whether you're 42 or 52 or 92. If someone says, don't do this, that's the first thing you do. You're like, I wonder what would happen if I do this. And so, anyway... He throws out the whole bushel of bananas at once. He, uh, the purple girl jumps up out of the, from the water to get the bushel of bananas. Really happy because there was a lot of bananas there, see? And the guy reaches out and he touches the purple girl on the shoulder. Well, the purple gorilla does not go back down under the water. He just stands there and stares at it. Or, well, stands. I would say floats. You know, kind of, and, and the guy goes, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. And so he jumps out. He swims across the rest of the water, looks behind him. Purple girl is swimming right behind him. And he's like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. So he gets in, or he uh, gets into the wheat field. He starts running through the wheat field, looks behind him. Purple girl is keeping right up with him. The other dude took the boat, and so he had to swim across the second lake, too. So went through the cornfield, was going through the other wheat field, looked behind him. Purple girl is trekking right on behind him, and he's like, oh, man, I'm going to die, right? Because, I mean, think about it. If you had a purple girl chasing you, would you be scared? Sure. I would. Okay, so he goes through the door, goes up the stairs, goes through the next door, goes up the stairs, goes through the last door to finally come out of the, um, the building. He looks behind him. Purple girl is trucking right up the stairs behind him. And so he runs and he stops this cab. He jumps and he's like, go, 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 go. And he does. And so he's like, he finally sits back. He's like, ah, okay. Purple girl is gone. 
And then he hears like this hullabaloo behind him beeps and all sorts of stuff. And the cab driver looks in the window and he's like, hey, there's a purple gorilla behind us. And he's like, no. So he turns and looks behind him. Sure enough, purple gorilla is running down the street right behind him, keeping up with the cab. And so he's like, okay, take me to the nearest subway station. And so he stops. He throws money at the dude, jumps out of the car, runs down to the subway, hops over the little thingamawetsuses that you have to pay to get through, and then runs into a subway car right as the door is closing. And he goes, okay, now, surely I'm safe, right? Okay. Well, he hears some stuff in the very back car. Like, oh, man. He goes back there. He looks behind, and guess who's running right along the tracks in the back of that subway train? Purple Gorilla. Purple Gorilla is running right along the tracks. And, you know, the kids are going nuts. Lami, look, look, Purple Gorilla. And the dude's going, oh, crap. (laughs) And so he takes the subway, and he gets to an airport. And he just, I mean, literally, he just kind of zips onto a plane. They don't even know he's on there. He grabs a seat, and they're taking off. And he's like, all right, finally, I'm safe, right? Right? Well, this plane happened to be going to another country. So they're like over the ocean. And he hears from behind him, Mommy, look down there. What's in the water? Looks down. Purple gorilla swimming in the water, keeping right up with that plane. So eventually the plane crashes. See, because this guy just had a really bad day. And he's the only survivor. And right coming up to the airplane crash, who else but the purple gorilla? Well, and the guy's like, he falls on his knees. He reaches up into the air. He's like, you know what? Just do it. Just kill me. Just do what you're going to do. Purple gorilla walks up, touches him on the shoulder, says, you're it. And then turns around and runs off. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'd have to say that that's the longest bad joke I've ever heard. It is a very long bad joke, yes. I I think that had it been short, it wouldn't be nearly as good, though. I think half of it is in the length. Well, what it is, is if you're sitting there for so long just listening to someone go through this, at the end of it, you're like, oh my gosh, I just listened to all of that for the punchline, you're it. (laughs) Yeah. I should have timed myself. I wonder how long that took. I don't know. It's a long joke. But I have a lot of bad jokes. Um, I also have another joke that's not quite as long. I can tell you that one. Um, See, because I I have like a limited number of jokes. And I just retell those to people who haven't heard them yet. Um, And then I just kind of quiet down and I don't really say much anymore. And so I'll tell you this one. It's about a scientist and a frog. And the scientist has trained this frog to jump on command. And so the scientist puts the frog down on the table, tells it to jump. It jumps. And he, he writes down, frog can jump with all four legs. So then he surgically removes a leg, sews it up, lets the frog heal. He tells the frog to jump. Frog jumps. So the scientist documents frog can jump with three legs. So he removes another leg. Um, and they're both on the same side, just so you know. And so he, he lets it heal, tells the frog to jump. It kind of just like pushes up and flops over on the other side because it's only got legs on one side. And so scientist writes, frog tries to jump with two legs. And so scientist removes the third leg and says, uh, you know, he lets it heal, tells the frog to jump. Frog kind of just lifts its butt because it's only got one leg left and goes back down. Scientist writes, frog tries to jump with one leg. And so the scientist removes the last leg of the frog. He tells the frog to jump and it just sits there. And he's like, man, okay, fine. So he tells it to jump again. He's like, jump. He just sits there. So the scientist documents, frog loses all hearing when legs are removed. <laughs> Uh, that one wasn't as long, at least. I like that one, though. That's pretty funny. <laughs>
It, 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 I guess the moral of that story is don't make assumptions. And actually, if you've removed all the legs, yeah, it's just kind of like a duh. Anyway, okay, so that's, mm-hmm. and so those are, are, well, I have, I have one more really bad short joke. Hold on, I have to remember. Okay, knock, knock. No, Who's really, there? knock, knock. Okay, thank you. Cows go. Cows go who? No, owls go who? Cows go moo. <laughs> Uh, so this one's pretty famous. You may know this one. Knock, mm. knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Yeah, I know this one. Okay. I'll just take my head in shame. <sighs> I'll let you finish. Okay. Interrupting cow. No. You didn't interrupt. Well, I think there's a delay. <laughs> 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 Tape delay cow. Delay. <laughs> I got these joke books for the kids around their birthday, and I got them both the same joke books. And they're such bad jokes. They're horrible. They're so, so bad. And when we were moving and going back and forth with the kids, when the daylight was out, I would go through these joke books with them to keep them occupied because it was a pretty long trip back and forth. And my husband was like trying to steal this book out. He hated this book. And yeah, the kids have to hide it now. Or yeah, but they're really bad. They're bad jokes. Okay. Anyway, now that we've told a couple of really bad jokes, I actually wanted to try something with you because I thought this would be fun with you, but I have to go get the cards because I left them over there. Okay, so I wanted to try this thing with you, and it may flop and it may not, but we may have fun with it. And I have a question for you. Have you ever played the game Fact or Crap? Uh, no. All right, well, Fact or Crap is actually something that I got written up for as a teacher because I had it in my classroom at one time because of the word crap. Mm-hmm. But the, the principal didn't look at the actual content of what was on it. And it takes interesting facts, and you have to tell me whether you think they are fact or crap. And so, of course, crap would be false and fact would be true. And so each card, what you want to do to win, you have to get five cards. And so I want to see how long it takes you. Okay. Okay, so hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to open something and we're going to time this with you. Oh, excuse me. Okay. So what you're going to have to tell me is you're going to have to tell me one, two, or three because that tells me which one I'm going to read to you. And then I'll read it to you and you'll tell me whether it's true or false. Okay. Deal? Okay. So, one, two, or three? Uh, three. Okay, the word seol in Korean translate as capital. What was the word? S-E-O-U-L. Seol, seol, S-E-O-U-L. Translate No looking up on the internet. No, of course not. Actually, it does. That's a fact. I know that seol is the capital. Oh, well, true. Three. Yeah, no, it's too late. Okay, one, two, or three? (laughs) Two. Okay, NASA was established in 1969. I gotta say that's false. It is false. Good job. Okay, you got one point. All right, one, two, or three? Two. Okay, a cat can jump seven times its height. That's it, that's true. Yep, you got it. All right, <clears throat> go ahead, one, two, or three? Uh, one. A barnacle is a crusty bacterium that grows like moss underwater. That's false. Correct. It's not bacteria. No, it's not. It's a mollusk. <laughs> this is, okay, one, two, or three? Sorry, three. Toads are actually members of the reptile family, unlike frogs and salamanders. What, what was the first word? Toads? Toads. That's crap. Yep. Yep. You have four right now. You've only gotten one wrong. Okay, next. Uh, one. A colossal squid attacked a surfer off of the coast of Santa Cruz in 2006. I would buy that. Say that's true. That is false. Oh. Did not happen. Ah. Uh, okay. 
One, two, or three? Uh, two. Okay, crocodile dung was used as an Egyptian contraceptive until the early 20th century. I say that's crap. Yep, you got it. So it yeah, took I, you I two think, minutes. I, I think it was at one time, though, actually. Just not as late as the 20th century, I'll bet. And that's the thing about this. It has some really subtle things in here. Like, um, caterpillars have more muscles than humans, which is a fact, by the way. Um, Egypt, Egypt was once ruled by a female pharaoh named Hatshepsut. It's fact. Where was it? Like it says, oh, no, 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 no. There's one that's just barely crap. Where is it? Oh. Mm-hmm. Like what? Gertrude Stein is best known for her work, Mrs. Dalloway. It's like, how would people know that? A farrier is a person who specializes in ship navigation that's false. Yeah, farrier's horseshoes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so this time it only took you two minutes. Oh, it's a very quick time waster. We'll have but, to keep um, a cumulative time. Huh? We'll have to keep a, a running record. Yeah, this one took two minutes and 12 seconds. And so what I'm going to have to do, though, is I'm going to have to make sure you don't get the same parts. Although it really kind of doesn't matter, I guess. I don't know. Because if you pick a different number, it'll be different anyway. But um, anyway, it, it's a fun little game, so we might play our little factor crap each time a little bit. And you would probably have fun with it. And I think that should end our podcast. And the great part about it is if we had a guest, you could play against the guest mm. and see if you could get it faster. See, they could challenge the mic. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. liking it a little better now? Uh, I, I always have to say it's acceptable. Okay. <laughs> And so this is a new part. And so if we do have a guest on the podcast, the guest will be able to challenge Mike in fact or crap. And um, as you can tell, Mike is very smart and he's going back to school to become even smarter. He's always been very smart. And so this is going to be an interesting little trivia game that y'all can play against Mike if you happen to be our guest. And when Jeppy is against you, now that's going to be interesting because he's also very intelligent. And so we'll see how it works. So, indeed. I'll just, indeed. So we'll just kind of add that in because we always talk just about news, but let's add in a little game at the end. I like games. And so I'm pretty much a gamey person. I'm sure nobody knows that. But anyway, two minutes, 12 seconds. So I guess now is time for us to say goodbye. 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 Wait, that was very abrupt. We can never do it that abruptly. It's not the OMG nap way. Okay. Um, well, we well, don't have to sing like in the sound of music or anything, like have a big Broadway production. Oh. Uh, um, I won't make you sing this time, but I will not promise it in the future. You know, <laughs> Fair enough. Besides, this particular episode, Jeppy, will, Jeppy did the singing. And so, you know, in our little splice in, Jeppy did the singing. So, yeah, Jeppy can sing to us. It's all good. Anyway, so thank you so much for listening to us today. And our, you know, it, it, the first time we're dealing with, dealing with, that's not what I intended mm-hmm. to say. The first yeah. time we're working with. <laughs> Have the pleasure to be in the presence of. <laughs> The first time we are breaking in a new co-host. Haha, there we go. Breaking. (laughs) Yeah. I can't see myself, so I don't know how ridiculous I look. Anyway, the first time we're breaking in a new co-host, it's going to be a little, you know, um, iffy. But we'll get our groove down, and we're going to be doing well. And I think that this is actually going to be a really good change, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And so if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast. Don't forget that you can email us at omgnap at gmail.com 
Or for those of you that know my other handle, you can also email me at inmyowndreams at gmail.com and then I'll just forward it to omgnap at gmail.com. That way I don't lose it. But either way is fine with me. And then, um, I don't know, would you want to give your email out? Would you mind? Uh, what, like my Gmail? Yeah. Yeah, uh, msnipes80. Okay, so if you would like to talk to our new co-host... You can email him at msnipes80 at gmail.com also. And so it's not, msnipes would be M-S-N-I-P-E-S. Yes. And yes. And so you can email him as well and tell him how, or how, what you think of him if you want to. And just for future reference, email any compliments to me and any complaints to Mike. He can handle it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no problem. And so <laughs> I'm just kidding. You get if you email to OMG Nap, you can actually get it to both of us since so that way both of us can see it. Um but either way, we'll just forward it there and so we'll both end up seeing it anyway. But thank you very much for listening to episode 19. Next time is episode 20. One of those, you know, big zero-ish ep- no, it's not a zero episode. Well, it kind of is. A- yeah, <clears throat> multiples of 10. Five. Yeah, yeah, multiple of five or multiple of ten. I'm, I'm kind of going for the multiples of ten, although 25 is also coming up, which is very exciting. We are trying to get it out every week or two, and so you should be hearing from us more often now that my internet is working properly. So properly working internet is very important. Mm. Do you know, I'm looking at that web now, and now that we've gone through the entire podcast, it looks really dirty. Do you see All it? What? The web. It almost looks like... One of those little, like, nipple coverings that you could swing. A pasty. Is that what it's called? I think they're called pasties. I thought those are the ones that you could... Okay, yeah. I It shows you how not stripperish I am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it looks like, you know, one of those... Yeah, one of those. Hmm. You don't see it? Um, I suppose if I put the right guys on, yes. <laughs> okay, I think it's about time we should say goodbye. Yes. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Say goodbye, Mike. Goodbye. Bye. And now it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. Don't cry. Now it's time to say goodbye.